Oh, hi. You stumbled across Beauty Reform School, the podcast that explores beauty, style, reinvention, self-care, all from the perspective of the outside looking in. We pick apart the classics so we can confidently break the mold. And I'm your host, Bad Bad, the artist, the educator, the retail grunt, the problem child. The one who's done it the hard way for decades, and now I'm passing the savings on to you. So bring me your tired, your confused, your weirdos, your others yearning to breathe free. If this sounds like you, grab your pen and grab your scratch pad, and let's figure this crap out together. Right here at Beauty Reform School. Today, we are going to talk about skincare. I don't want you to panic because usually the thought of skincare sends me running from the room on fire. But we are going to talk about that today. So grab your pencil, grab your paper, and have a seat. Because welcome to episode two of Beauty Reform School. Guess what? We made it. We made it past the first episode. That alone is incredible and we all deserve a gold star. Before last week, there was no podcast. It was just an idea. It was a thought. It was something that we wanted to do. And now it is in existence. I've spoken to some of you about it personally. And for those of you who have tuned in based off of that, thank you so much for doing that. And those of you who I haven't spoken to and just happened by this podcast and you thought you'd give it a shot, thank you for coming in to listen to the second episode. I really appreciate that. That's for sure. Um... I also wanted to remind all of you to please pass this love along. If you're enjoying what you're hearing so far and you're putting up with me and my naivete and my green, green, green approach to sharing things, then please share it with your friends. Please share it with someone who you think would benefit from it. Please tell people to check it out because we are slowly slowly gathering the troops around and we're trying to grow and evolve like I said before so thanks 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 for doing that and as far as the podcast game it the learning curve is sharp and it takes a lot of quick thinking but as I told you before you are looking at a veteran retail grunt so things change all the time in that game and in beauty it changes all the time too so I am up for the challenge because I think this is worthwhile. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to cover before we get cracking. Oh, yes. I did want to know how many of you did last week's assignment. Um, Have you gotten rid of anything in your makeup bag where there's some crusty 
dusty products that were just breathing their last breath or maybe they were just petrified at the bottom of your makeup bag did you get rid of those things if so gold star for you did you give some things away also gold star for you um I forgot to mention in last week's episode that there are a lot of groups out there in different parts of the country that take old or gently used products, gently being the operative word, gently used products, and they give them to women shelters, they give them to back to work programs, all kinds of things. So if you want to dip your toe in a little philanthropy, and you don't want your things to go to waste and you want them to go to a good place, that would be a very, very good place. My recommendation is to Google your part of town, your neighborhood, your state, see what's available, and start collecting things. Um, another thing that I like to do is I like to keep everything in a little basket. And if I have a friend come over and there's a product that I think that they would like, I offer that. I tell them to take a look through the basket and take some things out with them. It keeps you organized. It keeps your clutter low. It makes somebody else's day. And you never know. You might be introducing them to a great product that they really, really, really like. Maybe it was just something that wasn't for you and you didn't use it. So let's not, you know, why let it go to waste, right? So give that a shot. That's some extra credit for you guys to do. Um... Have you taken the time to make a list about the things that you've discovered that you would like to try along the way or things that you realize you don't have that you might need along the way? Fantastic. Keep that list. Keep it somewhere. Take a photo of it. Take a screenshot. I'm a big, big fan of screenshots because I tend to lose tiny pieces of paper. So I like to screenshot things so that they're always in my phone. So the next time you go to a beauty store, you can take that phone out. You can find that screenshot. And also, by the way, if you are an iOS user, if you use the old, take a bite out of the old Apple, then you can always favorite that. I don't know how that works on Android because I am not an Android user. And for those of you who are Android users, um, I respect your choices. Even if I don't agree with them, not my thing, but it looks like you're into it. So if you know what it is, do it. My best friend is an Android user and I love her down to my dying breath. However, we have very, very, very distinctly different tastes in phones. Just saying. It's not a judgment call. It's just a fact. (laughs) So... Um, today was super, super, super long and frustrating. I had to go to work earlier today. It was a very, very long day, mainly because it was slow and it, uh, it was heartbreaking to watch people enjoy themselves and shop for products, but I met some really great people and I was able to help them in different ways. And I learned a lot about, um, people's concerns and their needs. And I love talking to people about those things because it is very illuminating. It teaches you a lot about the struggles that people are having with their faces and with their beauty routines. And that's why I wanted to get right into basic skincare uh, this episode. Just because before we start talking about makeup, it's important to remember that we're talking about our skin. All that makeup is going to go 
on our skin. So while we're talking about skin, I think it's, I decided to try something. I am going to put on a nice mask when I record because that is going to be my way of squeezing a very important beauty step into my routine every week. I am terrible at doing masks. I can't sit still and keep a mask on my face. I get incredibly bored. My brain starts to run ahead of me. I feel like I'm going to go insane. So by putting the mask on and talking to you, I'm not thinking about it so much. So I am going to do a mask and I'm going to tell you about it every week when I do it or not just necessarily a mask, but skincare stuff as well. So this particular week, I made a little mask cocktail. Um, Up top, I did a thoroughly deep cleanse mask because I have a lot of congestion in my forehead right now. In the middle, I did a nice luminizing mask that's a peel-off mask that helps with brightness. It also helps to pull things out of the pores. And down below, I did a hydrating and brightening vitamin C mask for my lower area, which tends to suffer from some hyperpigmentation and can also be a little bit dry. So if you have some masks at home, find out what their sole purposes, what their main purposes are and see what part of the face can benefit from them. You don't have to put a mask on your entire face. You can just put it on a portion if you want, or you can cocktail them like I'm doing. So that's something, that's a little assignment for you guys this week. If you already have a mask, give it a shot. If you don't already have a mask, start thinking. By the time we're done this episode, you'll know what your skin type is. You'll know what your concerns are. And if you want to try a mask, then you can go in and look for something that addresses that. Either you can go to a beauty store and talk to one of the consultants and have them recommend something for you. Or if you are still shopping at the drugstore, it will tell you on the front if it is... A hydrating mask or a detoxifying mask or if it is a mask for um, very oily skin if it's a mattifying mask it'll all tell you on the box and you can always um, ask some of the drugstores now have beauty advisors as well so that's really it's nice that they're doing that because there'll be somebody in that aisle to help you out hopefully um So the other reason that I'm bringing up the whole thing about masks is because, like I said, I'm really, really not good with that. And I'm sure a lot of people, and I've had a lot of people tell me right from the beginning that, you know, I can't do skincare. I don't have enough time. I don't have this and that. But you can find little pockets of time in your day, little pockets to exploit to multitask your life. I want you to start looking through your day and starting to figure out where's these where are these little pockets of time that I'm kind of just like chilling and blowing things off or maybe I'm doing something that I could still be doing something with my face. Like for example, if you're cooking and meal prepping like I like to do once a week, putting a mask on while you're doing that is a great idea. By the time you got the food in the oven or whatever however, whatever you're cooking or making, you can then, it's probably time to take your mask off. You can then rinse that off or peel that off. 
and you've already done two things. So now you're an extra, extra superstar because I feel like Superman when I meal prep, when I finally am able to do it right and sit down and and make it happen and I can carry my lunch and my lunch my lunches are packed in those cute little Tupperware containers and I can put it in the fridge I feel like I've just crushed the world and if I can manage to do a little skincare on top of that mm, probably couldn't tell me anything for the rest of the week so start trying to squeeze little things into your day now side note disclaimer I realize some of you have partners I realize some of you have children I realize some of you have little fur children, little dogs and cats and iguanas and snakes. You can still get it done. There are easy, quick masks that you don't have to sit around for an hour to do. You can do quick, easy peel-off masks, the ones that when you put them on, it just takes a few minutes for them to dry. And as soon as they dry, you can start peeling it off. You have to find out what the pocket of time is in your day. Every single person I know, including myself, says, I don't have a lot of time in my day. But I find that that is not completely true. Because according to my phone, I spend a lot of time on social media. I spend a lot of time on little phone games and things like that. And I work a lot. But it's amazing how much time I spend just kind of sitting there and then you don't even realize it because you just drift away into an internet fog and you don't realize. And the same amount of time that you're spending doing that could be the same amount of time you put a mask on real quick or just slather on some moisturizer or just took a little time to exfoliate. It's just a matter of getting taking that that life that you have and squeezing every inch of it every squeeze every inch of juice out of that life and I do know that it can't happen all the time and every day and I am not saying every day because it's not it's not as easy as all of that but if you can start off with once a week doing a little bit of care little extra self-care to your face it's amazing you will feel like a brand new person when you no longer see tiny little flakes of skin around your nose, tiny little flakes of skin caught in your eyebrows, when your skin doesn't look tight and wrinkly anymore, when your skin actually has a glow, when some of those hyperpigmentation dots start to fade, when you realize you don't need as much concealer or foundation as you used to, I cannot describe the joy and magic that will come into your life when that realization comes into play. It is a fantastic feeling and I want it. I want it for you. I want it. Okay. So, just like last week, I want you to grab your pen and pad. I want you to go grab your skincare that you use. And I want you to come on back. You can go ahead and pause this. If you're not doing this exercise right now, just hang in and we're going to talk about it a little bit more in just a minute. And we are back. I have just peeled off my peel-off mask and my cheeks are radiant and glowy. I'm allowing the other masks to sit in a little bit longer um, 
just so they can really get in there and do some serious work. But my face was getting pretty tight with that peel-off mask and it was getting harder and harder to speak. So I thought it would be a good idea to peel it off. Um, I also wanted to take a note to mention that when we're talking about skin types, we all are different. And yet we all are the same in the way that we want beautiful, lovely skin. So when you see someone who has gorgeous skin, bear in mind that they either are doing the work and or are genetically blessed. Don't look in other people's backyards. Water your own garden. The grass is not always greener on the other side. So for example, if you are dry and you said, "Ugh, I wish I had glowy, shiny skin like that girl over there. Odds are she is hating her oily skin. And there might be some people that are stuck in the middle like myself who have dry skin on one side and have oily skin on another portion of their face and they're just feeling confused and frustrated half the time because it's hard for them to pick out the right products because they feel like one product is not going to cut it. And sometimes they're right. One product might not cut it all the time. Um, let's just go over real quick the main skin types. So as I had mentioned before, there is dry skin, there is oily skin, and there is combination skin. Everybody seems to be some form of this thing. There is also sensitive skin, but sensitive skin is also coupled usually with a different skin type. Sometimes sensitive skin is found on dry skin or it's found on combination skin. And sensitive skin is not the same thing as just being really, really dry. Sometimes sensitive skin just has to do with certain ingredients in a product that irritates them. And we are definitely going to be doing a whole segment in an upcoming episode about sensitive skin and irritants and clean beauty. Um, I have a very special guest that I want to bring on who knows a lot about it. So I don't want to get into it too much until I can get her here. But I will mention that when your skin, when you're finding that a lot of products that you use are making you feel sensitive, in other words, you're having some sort of physical reaction, whenever you're feeling that way, you need to take a note of the ingredients that are in the products that you're using that are causing these reactions. A lot of times when someone comes in and tells me they're sensitive to something, I simply want to know more about what ingredients are being used. So make a very good note about what products are being used when you're having these reactions. I know some people are allergic to soy. I know some people are very sensitive to vitamin C. There are a lot of people that can't use certain things. Some people are just simply allergic to fragrance. They're very sensitive to that. If something has an unnatural fragrance in it, it causes some sort of reaction on their skin and they can't do it. So if you feel like it's that, start taking a note of those those ingredients or those things that you notice that, that there's a common thread in some of the products that you're using and that are bothering you. Take a note of that. Um... It's really important to get to an allergist if you can. 
if you're having really extreme cases of sensitivity to products and you feel like there's no product that you can use without a reaction, it is good to get to a dermatologist and have them run some tests to see what kind of things that you're allergic to and that are bothering you. I have a lot of people tell me that they can't use moisturizer because it clogs their skin. That is not often true. Sometimes it's a case that the moisturizer is not serving you properly. It probably is not suited to your particular skin type. Now, if you ask me what kind of skin type do I have, there's a quick way to figure it out. If you notice that your skin is very, very dry and it is very, very flaky often, if you notice that it is not, that it looks a little dull and it's tight and you notice a lot of fine lines, odds are you have dry skin or that your skin is just simply not being hydrated properly. I actually had a woman confess to me that she used pure straight up bar soap on her face for years and she told me that she was dry. And when I got down to finding out that she was using bar soap, I told her to go home and throw it away immediately. But then we found her something that was a lot more nourishing and a lot more hydrating. And guess what? In a couple weeks time, she was no longer dry. That's not because I'm magical. That is simply because she finally started using something that served her skin type. So really start, you have to be your own advocate and your own detective to start figuring out what are the things that make your skin react a certain way. If you had a plant and you were suddenly feeding it weekly and you noticed that it was starting to get a little fuzzy and wilting and getting a little slimy, that's very often because you have root rot and you're giving it too much water. So when you cut back on the water and don't water it so much, you notice it comes back to life. The same is true with us. If we overdo something, our skin will react negatively to it. So you have to start really, really paying attention to your skin and checking it out and seeing how it reacts to things. It's not something that you're going to figure out right away. Sometimes you will get, if you use a certain product, you will get like a beautiful Uh, difference in your skin pretty quick, but that's not the norm. On average, skincare products take about 30 to 60 days to really manifest the results that they should. So you can't use something for a week and then drop off. You can't do something inconsistently and be disappointed in the reaction and in the results. It's just like a relationship. If you don't nurture it and take care of it regularly and consistently and pay attention to what's going on, you're not going to get the results you want. So, I'm going to let you go ahead and marinate on that one for a minute. Um, I'm trying to think. Ah, yes. Let's talk about the next skin type. Uh, oily skin. Oily skin tends to be very visibly oily. It tends to be shiny all the time. Sometimes pores tend to be enlarged by all the oil that are in them. And throughout the day, you seem to be consistently oily. Some people are oily and then they they tend to get 
oilier throughout the day. In my particular case, being combination, I am quite oily in many places, but I noticed that during the summer months, I get the oiliest and the oil production continues to grow throughout the day and I get oilier and oilier and oilier as the day goes on. The more humid, the more oil production my skin seems to make. That's my experience. Start looking in to see what yours is like. You know, combo skin tends to be a combination of these both. You will find that you have dry patches. You will find that some areas, usually the nose and T-zone, which is that zone right down your nose and across your cheeks, that tends to be quite oily. Sometimes it's the forehead and down the nose. So it's like if you think of a capital T going down or you think of a capital T upside down, that's your T-zone depending on certain people with with their oil. That's where you'll notice the shiniest bits on your face. So check yourself out in the mirror over the next couple days and see what patterns your skin tends to have. And that will help you and give you a better idea. If you're not 110% sure go to a skincare person at the skincare counter and have them take a look and help you out if you're not sure. Okay? And side note, for those of you who are oily, may I just take a moment to bow my head in respect because I know how frustrating that is. But believe me when I tell you that down the line, you will praise the oil in your skin because my loves, you are marinated in youth. That same oil that's annoying you and costing you all the dollars right now in blotting powder and mattifying foundations is going to be the very same thing that keeps you looking young as the springtime in the winter of your days. Just remember I told you that. Just remember I said that. You're welcome. So let's review. Taking care of your skin is your personal responsibility and only you can do it. Of course, you can go to an esthetician or a dermatologist, but from the day to day, it's completely 100% up to you. Find some pockets of time to do those extra special things for your skin. That's a way of telling your skin you love it. If you let, if you tell your skin you hate it by ignoring it, it will act out on you. So show your skin a little love this week. Show your skin a little love as much as you can. And it will repay you in kind, I assure you. Check out your products. See what products, see the products that are helping you out based off of your skin type. If you notice you have a product that does not suit your skin type, get it out of here. We don't need that kind of negativity in our life. Like I said before, give it to a friend, donate it, do something like that, but get it out of there so you're not tempted to try to use it. You're only going to be disappointed. Okay? And lastly, let us go over the three main steps for taking care of your skin, your goals, to clean, to replenish, and to protect. So we already know 
that if we have dry skin, we don't want something very aggressive that's going to just strip our skin of oils. We want to do something very, very nourishing. If we have oily skin, maybe some sort of cleansing lotion isn't the best choice. Maybe you want something lightweight, preferably a gel base would be a good choice. If you are a combo, I like to just play it right down the middle and do something that's a little nourishing, maybe a little detoxifying, nothing crazy, just right down the middle. When you go to replenish your skin, that's moisturizing. And you wanna use those same kind of rules when you're selecting the right moisturizer for you. You don't need a super thick moisturizer if you're oily, and you certainly don't want something too watery and lightweight if you are dry. And lastly, we wanna protect our skin. So when we're talking about, um, in the episode coming up about sensitivities and things like that, we're also gonna touch on sunscreen, but I will say this right now. I will not leave you on this episode without knowing this information. And I got to warn you, you might want to sit down because this one, this one is going to stun you. Your sunscreen has an efficacy of two hours. So when you go out of your way to find a foundation that has an SPF and a moisturizer that has an SPF and you go and put some sunscreen on, I don't care how much you layer it like a double-decker sandwich, your sunscreen is still going to run out the clock in two hours and you're going to have to replenish your skin. Another thing you might not be aware of is you need to be protected not only from the sun, but fluorescent lighting. You also need to be protected when you are riding in a vehicle. You also need to be protected when it is overcast or if it is winter time because the glare off the snow is gonna still give you some harmful rays. So the idea is you always wanna make sure that you are practicing the grand art of sunscreen. And yes, my melanated beauties, you too. This goes for my people of color. This goes for all of y'all. Everybody. Every color of the rainbow. Please protect your skin. I know the fair-skinned people have like gotten the gotten the jump on us by running out and getting the sunscreen because they know they're gonna burn. And I know a lot of people from Asia and K-beauty are just like kicking our asses when it comes to skincare. But it's important that we all join the game and we all protect ourselves because even though black don't crack it does burn turns out two-time sunburn victim here happened as a kid happened as an adult i was shocked the first time of course but as an adult i just knew that wasn't going to happen again but i found myself peeling skin off my forehead sure did And that was just from walking around outside. And I had some makeup on too. And I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. But guess what? That makeup sweated off of my forehead. And it left my little tender forehead nice and crispy for the sun to come get it. Lesson learned. Not doing that anymore. So I now make sure that I spray myself. There is actually, there are actually a couple really great 
makeup setting sprays that contain sunscreen. So, you know, sometimes when you're doing your makeup, you don't, you definitely want to be careful about what the kind of sunscreen you're using. You don't want to end up looking gray or ashy. You don't want to have anything with titanium dioxide in it because you don't want to sit up there looking gray, especially if you're a person of color. So a nice sunscreen that is an invisible sunscreen that you can spray on top of your makeup to A, set your makeup and then also protect you is wonderful. And you can use it later to refresh yourself. That is, that is fabulous. And I'm just so glad that they actually came up with that. That is absolutely freaking brilliant. So I want you to keep your eyes and ears out for that. I am so proud of you guys for listening to this podcast. And I'm so glad that we are continuing on this path together. Like I said, um, my big goal for this week was to get out another podcast and also to make sure that I was going to do a skincare regimen. So I accomplished my goal. Your goal was to go through your things and sort through that. If you have done that, kudos to you. If you haven't, guess what? It is not too late to continue. As I told you before, I am the queen of procrastination. So I am pushing forward to do this podcast just like you're pushing forward to make changes in your skincare routine and hence your life. It's all connected. The more you feel in control of yourself and of your beauty routine and of your face, the more you're going to feel in control about the rest of your life. And it's going to be, it's going to be a really comfy fit after a while. It's going to be awkward for all of us as we learn to do new things. But guess what? We're here together. We're doing it together. I was blessed for my neighbor to not make a lot of noise right now. I have to tell you, I'm living in constant fear of recording each piece. I've been recording this podcast in pieces because I'm scared he's going to make a ton of noise. But so far, so good. And I should have probably shouldn't even brought it up because I'm scared he's going to sit down behind the doggone drums and get cracking again. But he has it. And here we are. And we're almost done. So please remember to like, subscribe, share, have people come in and listen to this podcast. And also please join us on Instagram at Beauty Reform School. Please do that. Please message me and ask me if you have questions. Please message me if you have a topic that you want to know about. We are making a, we're taking a tally of the subjects so we know which order to do what in. I cannot thank you enough for giving me the chance to do this. I really, really, really appreciate it because this is something, as I said, that I wanted to do for a very, very long time. And I'm going to be a little transparent with you. Um, A lot has been going on right now in my life personally, and a lot has been going on with me and work. And I was feeling like I didn't have much, like my goals, they they just felt like they were just all kind of fading away. The things I looked forward to, they just seemed like the, either they disappeared, they were canceled. When your goals get canceled, when your dreams get canceled, then it's up to you to make new ones. And this is one of my new ones. And I'm so glad to be sharing it with you. If there isn't a way, you make one. And I want you to remember that. If there isn't a way, you make one. Because there's going to come a time, you can put things off all you want. 
But there's going to come a time that you're going to be so uncomfortable with the way things are that you're going to have to change them. And you're going to, and you get to be the architect. You get to be the writer and the author of your story. You get to build what you want to build. And if you want to build beautiful skin, if you want to build a new persona, if you want to build the type of person that is flawless and lovely walking down the street and who knows how to do their makeup and who knows how to dazzle them and who knows how to just slay the minute they walk in the room, you're taking the first step right now by listening to this podcast. And you've taken the next step by going through your things. And you're taking the next step by looking into your skin and seeing what kind you have so you know how to love it. And quite frankly, I love you for it. And pencils down. Class is dismissed. See you next week.